I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I realized the power of TikTok um, because I had tried to create content on Instagram for so long and never got that kind of reach. It's not like I started creating content on TikTok knowing I'd be where I am now, starting a business around it. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, a podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 126. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're talking about something we've been putting off for a while now. Uh, and that is TikTok, all things TikTok with a TikTok expert, um, which we're all very excited about. Um, but before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? So um, we had some family over this last weekend. And so we picked up some beverages. And as I was perusing the aisles of the liquor store, I came across some vodka sodas from White Claw. Um, you know, hmm. normally they're like the seltzers, but yeah. The soda water has a little bit less sugar. And so I've been drinking. Watching those macros. Uh, no, I've been drinking those um, very slowly because, again, I feel like I have two drinks and I'm toast. Um, <laughs> but I will have to let you know which of, which my favorite flavor is because I did get the fun pack. Mm-hmm. And so there's like peach and pack. like blackberry. And so I'll let you know. Ooh. I'll follow up. You know, it's that. funny that you should say like, you know, you can drink less and less because we same day had Ariel's birthday party in like the middle of, you know, it was like from 12 to two on Sunday. And um, obviously no alcohol involved for me because, you know, I'm only a month out and from, from having this, this latest addition to our family. And uh, the next day I woke up and I said to Alex, I was like, you know, I'd go out at two o'clock in the morning in college and be able to still wake up for an eight o'clock class and feel fine. And then, you know, in my like late twenties, I would uh, have to be in bed by two o'clock and still be able to wake up. And I'm like, and now I've had, I had a birthday from 12 PM to 2 PM for a four-year-old. And I wake up the next morning after I've had like the rest of the day to recover, and I feel like this. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is mid thirties for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can yeah. only imagine what it's gonna feel like mid forties. Like, <laughs> maybe I'll be back to drinking by then. So maybe yeah, it'll yeah. be maybe I'll be back to drinking. That'll numb the pain. That'll numb it a little. All right. Well, we're so excited. Uh, to finally get talking about TikTok, um, you'll hear more of our experience, our our very little experience in the interview that we had with Jasmine. Uh, I'm sorry, Jazz, uh, about TikTok. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna let her let her really tell it all. So uh, let's listen. In. Jazz Sawagid is a short-form content coach where she teaches others how to create lucrative and magnetic short-form video content with a focus on original content and building a connected community. She has been creating content herself for over three years, where she's gained over 50,000 followers on TikTok. Her coaching programs focus on helping others find their unique voice, attract opportunities, whether they're just starting out or looking to take it up a notch. 
We're excited to have her on the show today because she's our first TikTok specialist, and she will tell us all about how we can gain traction and growth as creators and entrepreneurs. Jazz, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Love the intro. <laughs> we are great. We are very excited. This is a long time coming. We've been wanting yeah, to get someone been, on for TikTok for a while. Both Jesse and I are kind of late adopters of TikTok, and even still, like you know, Jesse will say she's more of a consumer of TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm like, anytime I post a reel these days to Instagram, I try to repurpose it for TikTok, and it doesn't go so well. So this is yeah, this has been a very long time coming. <laughs> but before we before we get into it. This is cocktails and content creation, so we must start off with, what are you drinking, or what would you be drinking if it was after your, you know, your go-to cocktail after five p.m. Yeah, I think if I wasn't working, even if it wasn't five, I've Bloody Marys are my favorite because mm. I can drink them early in the day, and I just I really love Bloody Marys, and uh, I think just I love the vinegary taste in general. So like olives, pickles, like that's my thing. Um, do you guys um, like Bloody Marys, or is that not? No, no, no. I, that's... I do. I like them yeah. like chock full, you know, when you can get sometimes mm-hmm. like a shrimp on the side. Yes. <laughs> oh my perfect. gosh, they can be so elaborate and yeah. kind, it kind of pretty. The fuller, the better, weird. in my opinion. Like, yeah, just, if it has bacon, maybe even, like a soup. slider. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Now we're taking it to the next. Now we're now we're taking a cocktail and turning it into a meal here. Exactly. People. That's yeah. when it's good. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you're killing, you're 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 not feeling as bad about your alcohol consumption because you're also filling your stomach to kind exactly. of counteract the alcohol. <laughs> That's why you can drink it so early, you know. But I know like Bloody Marys are a love hate, so, so a lot of people really hate them, or a lot of people really love them. I so. think you. I mean, I think you have to like tomatoes or tomato juice, mm-hmm, and yeah. that is. I mean, I'm more of I am more of a sweet person, but like in terms of like my flavor preference, but get me in the mood for something like that. And I'll, I'll, yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely get down with that. Now I definitely yeah, want to go buy that. some tomato juice. <laughs> so good right now. Yeah. All right. Now that, now that we, now we know that you're, you're not just, it's just not just a cocktail to full on meal for you uh, <laughs> that you're going to, that you would be consuming. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of unexpected. It's not like I started creating content on TikTok knowing I'd be where I am now, starting a business around it. Um, in the height of the pandemic, like most people, I started posting for fun and it quickly grew. Um, within that year, I hit about 25,000 followers and I had like a community of people and I was posting a lot. So I'm an engineer by day. Um, that's my nine to five. So I was posting about engineering and I cultivated this community of people um, where we were joking about different things we experienced in STEM, especially being a woman in STEM. And I realized the power of TikTok um, because I had tried to create content on Instagram for so long and never got that kind of reach. So once I kind of realized um, how incredible the platform was to be discovered and to cultivate communities, um, I kind of started tinkering with the idea of helping other creators. And after a while of working with brands and making money from it and proving the power of it to myself, I realized that I should really be helping creators and entrepreneurs leverage that kind of um, power too. So that's kind of where it started. And I formed Jazz Media in 2022. So it took a couple of years of me kind of playing around with the platform and thinking about how I can help others. And um, now now I have um, the programs and the support that I do to help other people. So yeah. What kind of engineering do you do? Yeah. I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, Mechanical and aerospace was my degree. Oh, my gosh. I think that's what my 
my father has a degree and he's a really he's I a feel pilot. like people always <laughs> tell me they're like yeah my dad's an engineer and I'm like we should be like I should be friends with your dad maybe I know <laughs> I love that yeah no I'm always curious because engineering is is I mean maybe you're finding that your reach is also reaching like such a broad spectrum of engineers like mm-hmm. chemical like yes IT like all sorts it's kind like, of a catch-all term like, when you say you're an engineer like you could it really can go so many different ways. So yeah, that's really, yeah, that's really that. neat. And I just, just listening to your story, it makes me realize how late we really are in adopting TikTok, Jesse. Because I'm a late adopter to everything. <laughs> like I don't even think I was on Instagram until like 2018 or 2017. Like it was crazy. Yeah, I feel like adoption of tech is just a personality trait, no matter what kind of tool or platform it is. So if you're just attended, like if you just tend to see how other people enjoy something before you adopt it you'll probably be like that with everything um mm-hmm. and honestly it's not too late to join tiktok it's still you can still have the same reach, you're telling me so still, don't worry still hope yes absolutely <laughs> well, so there you go so that's kind of leads us into our next question why mm-hmm. why tiktok what's the benefits of using this platform as you, you kind of alluded to some of some of what you've experienced but like somebody asked you which we are what are some of the benefits of using the platform as a content creator or an entrepreneur? What would you what would you say? Yeah, so I think honestly, I think about it two different ways, depending on if you're a content creator or if you're an entrepreneur. Because entrepreneurs really are concerned with leads and visibility and brand awareness. And I think that TikTok could really be harnessed as like a top of funnel approach where you're getting that reach and then you can convert those people to your Instagram if that's where you like to convert um, individuals to your programs or your services, your offers. Um, I think that TikTok is a really great place to get that reach and get those views. On my personal account, I average about a million views a month. And I just could not do that on Instagram. And you can get that kind of power no matter how many followers that you have consistently if you create the content that TikTok likes. So um, from an entrepreneur standpoint, that's how I kind of think about it. And then from a content creator standpoint, I think of TikTok as more of like an anonymous platform where you can kind of like create without your friends and family finding you and figure out the things you like to post about. Mm. Um, Because there's a lot of people um, in your life who probably won't be able to find you easily um, on TikTok. Whereas Instagram, it's like everybody knows what you're posting. So um, yeah, that's a couple different benefits that I like to think about. Now, why do you say like, why do you think you weren't really... You've said this twice now that you you don't feel like you were getting traction on Instagram. And I feel like a lot of people on TikTok felt the same way. And then they've found like super success. And then maybe it's trickled back over to their Instagram account. Why do you think that is that you just weren't getting that kind of attention that you are now on TikTok? Is it the material? Is it personality what is it? What is what is it? Good question. Um, so I'm like referencing pre pre 2020 when instagram wasn't trying to keep up with tiktok and they didn't have reels like okay okay, that makes sense yeah so like instagram saw that people really wanted that reach and they started rolling out these features to keep up with tiktok like hey we can give you views too um but i still think in my experience um it's not as easy to get the views as it is on tiktok um i think maybe if you have like a larger platform and you create very curated very aesthetic content that content does well on Instagram. But with TikTok, you can create content. Like I've gotten 5 million views in my pajamas laying in bed. I don't think that's possible on Instagram. So I think it's just a different Mm -hmm. culture um, and there's different possibilities there. Do you think it's also also a generational thing? That's a good question. Um, 
maybe do you notice the difference in people that follow like in terms of like your demographics on the two different platforms because i know i know you still do have an instagram account so yeah um i think that when i look at my analytics the age ranges uh i have like a quarter of the people are like 18 to 25 a quarter of the people are like 25 to 35 and then a quarter of the people like it's pretty spread evenly mm-hmm. so i don't know if it's demographic related i think it's just a different type of content and allowing people who don't have like the tools or the production value that instagram likes to see so yeah. Well, when I'm on TikTok, so as Kate mentioned, I consume a lot of TikTok. I, I've posted a couple times, but it's really more or less just like entertainment for me because, yeah, you know, and I, and, you know, from what I do, little I know from the little that I know about TikTok is that their algorithm really doesn't, it's not, it doesn't preclude someone with very little followers or just exactly. starting out. Like someone could literally have like one video and it could show up on my feed. It doesn't have to have a lot of engagement. They don't necessarily prioritize like engagement to get it in front of new people, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So that's that's what I've read. It's almost like a like the playing field is a little bit more equal. So even though you may not have 50,000 followers and you may only have three videos, you could still end up going viral because your video will still be placed in front of people whose algorithm is, is tuned towards your type of content. Exactly. So I can explain a little bit of that. I'm glad you brought that up. So um, the way TikTok really works is all of your content goes on the For You page. No matter how many followers you have, you have an equal chance. And the way that you get rolled out and pushed out to more viewers is if you have a good watch time, if a lot of people are watching a good majority of your video, whereas Instagram is really rewarding engagement. And you get that engagement when you have the platform and people recognize you and they're liking and commenting on your things. But on TikTok, maybe you won't have that because you don't have that platform built yet. So it is giving you like that equal opportunity um, that Instagram really doesn't. Um, so they really reward two different types of metrics on how you get the views. I, I that's I love that. Like because I'll even see like a new creator and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're kind of, and then I'll go to their face their or their their main profile on TikTok. And I'm like, oh my God, they've like just started. They have like two yeah. videos. Like, I want more. Like, give me more. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. And I think a good example is um one of the clients that I work with, she started from scratch when we started working together. And then the first week she got like a hundred thousand views and now she's at like six thousand followers in a month. So I just don't think that that level is possible on Instagram like it is on TikTok. I agree. Um, okay, so let's dive into some of like the concepts that like you're you're really an expert in and yeah. kind of like your your programs that you offer. So which ultimately are to get people seen and heard and you know possibly getting those brand deals. But you talk about on your, you know, on your platform and on your um website that you need to create this like unique voice and and vibes. Tell us a little bit about that and why like. I mean, it sounds obvious, like, oh, you got to be different, unique, but like, like, why? Yeah, Yeah. good question. Um, So I think that with how TikTok works and you're being bombarded with different pieces of content from all over the place every day from people you don't follow, right? Like there's just like extra noise. On Instagram, you really have a choice of what you're hearing. But on TikTok, you're kind of like, Every video you post is being seen by new people and every video you post has like 
at least 50% of people from, from the For You page viewing it, which is like brand new eyeballs. So it's like really important that you stand out and you find that voice. So that lo- way people don't have to like come to your page. They just see in your content why you're different. And it's just like so much more captivating. Um, and I really just think that there's a lot of on Instagram, I see a lot of people like copying other people's content. They copy other people's stories, especially in the entrepreneur space. I just feel a lot of like um, content is very much like replicated or like shared. There's like a certain trend that a lot of people follow. But like on TikTok, it's like harder because it's short form videos um, only. And I just think it's like way there's way more variables in short form video content than there is in like carousels or like feed posts on Instagram. So it's really important to kind of just like find your own voice. So that way you can stand out against the noise and really harness like the power of short form video content and the amount of new people that are seeing your content every day. So when Kate and I actually just recorded an episode that'll be going out, you know, talking about some of our favorite content creators and, mm-hmm. you know, one of my um, favorite content creators on, is on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen him big Excel energy. He's like all about Excel dashboards. So to your point, there's, you know, people need to find their own voice, but when when we see success from others, like doing a certain thing, like how, like, how do we end up creating our own voice when you almost just want to copy what someone else is doing because you see them doing it really well, or you like what you're seeing. So how do we create our own unique voice and remain authentic to ourselves on TikTok? Yeah. So a lot of what I teach people is by learning through experimentation, like who they are and what kind of creator they are. Because um, if you end up like either consciously or subconsciously copying other creators, you'll end up in a space where you get kind of stuck because you're not being yourself and you can't think of content ideas because it's just from whatever you've consumed. So then you'll just go and consume more content to get more ideas and you're just stuck on this rabbit wheel rather than kind of trusting yourself. And that comes off in your content when people can tell that you're just copying somebody else. It's not as engaging and it's not as um, kind of connecting as it could be as if you're just authentic. So um, what I really teach people is really doing 30 days of posting at least once a day of whatever message speaks to you that you want to share around whatever like your personal brand or niche is. And you'll find when you're filming, like something will feel off and something won't feel authentic. And then some other video will, and you'll find trends in what you like and then what your followers like. And then after those 30 days, you can kind of have a retrospective of reflecting on what videos performed well and what you really liked sharing, what video formats you liked. And through that process, you'll end up finding your your brand. And I know it sounds kind of like not very structured, but I found that with that just kind of like daily experimentation, you'll have a lot of insights that you wouldn't have found if you had like the perfect plan from uh, starting from day one. So that's a really great um, way to think about it because I feel like some sometimes, you know, it, it's Instagram is, as you said, it's very curated and you have to kind of have a plan and there's the hashtag plan, you know, hashtag strategies and all that kind of stuff. But TikTok does feel much more organic and kind of experimental and kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and kind of seeing what sticks. Are there other factors that can help kind of accelerate that growth and on TikTok besides, you know, discovering that kind of unique voice or vibe that you you were just kind of talking about? Um, yeah. So there are things that I teach about how to get better views if you already like have a piece of content that you already want to share and you know you want to keep sharing that type of content. Um 
so there are a different a few different ways I can answer that question. Um, the first I think is getting really clear on your personal brand, right? Like you're not going to just experiment with like everything, like posting a recipe one day and then posting like um, how to use Excel the next day. Like you're not going to like have these like broad realm of experimentation. It has to be like thoughtful and intentional, right? So you probably are on TikTok because you want to share something, whether it's your entrepreneurship or your business, or maybe you're a content creator that wants to share um, your battle with mental health um, or living in another country, which are some of the people that I work with, they share those things. Um, So I think it's first getting clear on your why, right? Um, That will help your experimentation be more intentional. Um, And then also practicing certain things to make your content perform better. So something that I teach is um, good storytelling because TikTok is really prized on watch time. Um, If you practice your storytelling skills and you kind of save information for the end and you know how to draw in an audience and you know how to kind of structure the things that you are saying. So that way your entire video is like fruitful and um, abundant and you're not just kind of giving everything the first few seconds and dragging on. That's another way to kind of like improve your content and find what content works for you. So there are a few ways that things that I teach that are kind of universal for all and then wait uh, an area that you can kind of experiment with within as well. So I don't know if that answered your question fully, but <laughs> I, I think it did for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting because um, like they talked a lot about not they, but like in, in the world that I'm in, especially, you know, I'm a brand photographer. So that ties into the world of brand strategy and all the yeah. things that go along with it, finding your audience, yeah. you know, your personas, all the things, your pillars. And, and there's this whole idea that telling stories is a way that makes brands memorable and I like that you brought that up but also specifically like how there's possibly a way to strategize and tell the story in a way that that goes back to that watch time Mm because if it prioritizes that watch time you do want to extend it you don't want to like drag on and on and on and like then get to the point and if the point is kind of lame then then you're like okay that was like a waste of time exactly probably really like it's probably really important that you strategize exactly what your point is to make sure that it's worthwhile. Yes. And then also like finding that right watch time for your audience too. Exactly. So um, so much that goes into it that we don't even realize. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, we're getting like the insider tips here. Seriously. (laughs) Um, I've actually used TikTok as like uh, a search engine and what, what I love about it is even when I search like for super random things, it's not necessarily going to like affect my algorithm too much, which it, which is great. Like, cause if I'm like, like, you know, if I really like watching dog videos and all of a sudden I like search for like a high protein breakfast, because I'm like doing this whole like physical training thing, like it's not going to screw it up, but it is super helpful. And I feel like when I search for things, I get really good results. So I wanted to ask is, it like how important is SEO when it comes to TikTok? Is it at all? Um, are people actively searching for content that they want to watch? I mean, obviously I am because I'm like, oh, I need to find some new recipes and then it works. So talk to us a little bit about if that's relevant at all. Yeah, no, that's also an awesome question because I think also the a lot of TikTok coaches talk about SEO a lot more than they should, in my opinion, because when you're just starting, it shouldn't be something that holds you back. A lot of people are like, I don't know the right keywords. I don't know the right hashtags. And that'll just hold them back from posting. Um, So what I kind of preach to people is 
you can worry about SEO once you're consistent because I don't want it to be something where you think you need to find the right words every time and you're not showing up consistently because that's more hurtful than finding the right words. Um, But SEO is important because the way the TikTok algorithm works is it categorizes your content. If you post a video, there will actually be a title at the top of your video um, of the category that TikTok deems that it fits within. So for instance, a lot of my content will be categorized into TikTok tips and tricks, social media marketing, things like that. And those are based largely on my hashtags, my caption, and my my, my actual captions of what I'm saying. Um, so it's important in the sense that when you're at the level where you already know what you want to be known for, you're already level where you're showing up consistently, that's when you can start paying more attention to it. Um, but I think also a lot of people overthink it. Like I kind of on my personal account where I was posting engineering stuff, I just put hashtag engineering, hashtag engineering student, hashtag engineer. Like I'm not doing all of this research um, and it still gets categorized properly. So I think there's way too much emphasis on it um, and it's more simple um, and it, sh- it should not be a roadblock. So, yeah. So in other words, like I know that in Instagram, you have like 30, 30 hashtags that you can use and, you know, people think about uh super local versus you know less area specific smaller hashtags that are more specific versus larger hashtag you know fashion blogger versus like boston fashion blogger or something like that that's not something that you suggest doing on this you suggest being a little bit more um like general yeah i yeah i think as if it, if it's something that you have to like put time into researching. I think just keeping it simple is honestly the best because um TikTok can tell just from like a couple keywords or hashtags what your video is about. Um and you don't need to like be putting 30 like Instagram kind of tells you to do and you don't need to be putting like the low competition hashtags. Like none of that matters. Um it knows who to show your content to based off of that category. And if people are watching it, then you're good. So Man, I'm starting to think I've been on the wrong platform for a while. <laughs> I, I just don't have time to do all this hashtag research and all that kind of stuff. This oh, I've given seems... up. I use the same friggin' hashtag because honestly, I'm like... Well, and they, and they, that's the other thing is with, it, <laughs> with Instagram, they're always like, don't use the same hashtags every mm-hmm. single time. And, you know, make sure you switch them all up. And, and, and I feel like again, there's just too many rules with Instagram nowadays. Like, I feel like you just you're better off just like being consistent. Like, like yeah. that, that's what TikTok wants is like just consistency. It sounds like and good watch time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I think Instagram is so much more high maintenance and I really don't use it that much because of that reason. I'm just like, I like the low maintenance version. I'm not a very curated person. Like my lifestyle is not very aesthetic. So I just like fit in with the TikTok culture that way. And I think it's just like a very easy place to post without having to put too much effort. Although I have been mm. watching some of your TikToks and you have a beautiful pool, which I am. So oh, that's jealous. a new thing. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I know you just moved down there, but oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, when you're Wait, where are you coming pool, to like, us working. from? <laughs> uh, Florida in um, Orlando area. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, but I actually today, since we moved here like a month and a half ago, I've been like, oh, my God, I love this. I'm like very much like love the, the, the pool and the warm weather. But then I was thinking about fall weather today, getting really sad. And I was like. <laughs> What is it going to be like without leaves and like hills and um, you'll survive. So. <laughs> yeah, as, right. some, as someone who's uh, totally over cold weather and everything and has is like yeah. it's going to be 92 here in like a week or week and a half. 
I'm I'm like this is I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't want any more winter. I think I want like two weeks of fall and that's it. Like if I can negotiate, I'd have like just, two weeks of fall. Come back One good to, come up to New England. Come up to New England <laughs> exactly. for a vacation every fall and you'll get your fill and then you'll go back down to Florida and be like, why did I ever miss that? <laughs> yeah, like why did I pay so much money for that? <laughs> exactly. Um, any recommendations when it comes to recording or scheduling, editing to make, you know, our, you know, you're already saying like so many, low things, maintenance. So many things about TikTok is low maintenance. Like, yeah. how, how do we make it even more low maintenance for ourselves? Yeah. Um, so honestly, the way that I operate is I create content on TikTok and I use repurpose IO and I automate the repurposing to Instagram. So that's my method. You can do the opposite. You can re- use repurpose.io to repurpose your Instagram reels to automatically post onto TikTok. So that's an automation I recommend if you kind of want to just start posting content on TikTok and um, you're already putting effort into one place for short form content. It's really easy. Um, I also use that automation tool to post my TikToks to YouTube shorts. And honestly, they do pretty well. They get like a thousand views or less without me having to even like look at it or lift a finger and i don't really care about youtube shorts it's just another place to kind of give visibility so that's fine um so that's like one platform that's great for automation and i highly recommend it um i do believe that later and flick are both places you can schedule tiktok posts i've never scheduled a tiktok post because that's the main place i post and i just repurpose other platforms um and then in terms of like editing people always ask me like how do i make like filming and editing easier and i'm like whatever kind of habits or schedule in your life that allow you to create content so for instance i like creating content in my car a lot like before i moved here and i, I had the warm weather outside i just like to create content in my car so i'm like okay i have this 10 minute window when i go get my starbucks i'm going to create a video i'm going to make it super simple um and i'm just going to throw ha- throw my captions on there and post like i think just like simplifying the the actual content itself too um, will also help you because it doesn't need to be perfect or pretty. You don't really need to edit it. I would just throw some captions on there, maybe a title, the same hashtags every time, and you're good. And you record directly in the app. Yeah, yeah, I do that because then that's just adding an extra step that a lot of people like don't have time for if they're already posting on multiple platforms. Um, mm-hmm. If you film on your phone, um, but. Yeah, I th- honestly think that filming with a TikTok is just so much easier and quicker. Which just sounds so different from Instagram because they, I feel like there's so many more um, tools, it seems like, on TikTok. Is there like, when it comes to trends, like, is there like a certain aesthetic that people need to be adopting when it comes to TikTok? Like, I've just noticed a lot of times, like, the most successful videos kind of have a similar aesthetic maybe not the same message and everything but they have like a similar aesthetic yeah so honestly also that really depends on the type of content you like to consume so if you're in like the fashion space or like photography space i think those videos are way more aesthetic than what i'm seeing um on my side of tiktok and like people say like sides of tiktok because it really is segmented that way um so i think it depends on like the area you're in but if you're seeing that a lot of content within the fashion space or the photography space is really curated try being different people might need to see that people might need to see the might need to see the behind the scenes of 
you having a day where your photography didn't go as well and the brand shoot was kind of off and you kind of worked with the person when they were having a bad day. Like people like seeing that stuff. And even though like the content you're seeing that does well doesn't align with it, um, it's not like Instagram where that's a sign that's kind of like all people want to see. I think that um I think that being different has always helped. And so I always tell people for like the 30 days of experimenting, I don't allow them to post any trends um, at all because I think that that's a way to kind of get caught in like trend hopping and just getting views without actually building a community of people who care about you. So. And it looks like, sorry, I'm just on your, um, your page again. And I wanted to ask this question. Cause it seems pretty smart. It's like having a title <laughs> on your like cover page. Right. Which is something yeah. I, I don't do. I'm just like s- super lazy, but it makes, it makes sense to have a title. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the time. So like, I try to make it basic. I'm like, just post. And then when you have like, when you get good at like just posting, then you can add a title, then you can make me maybe get better hashtags. Um, but yeah, adding a title helps, um, because people have like an extra thing to read to understand why they're watching. Um, but yeah, it, adding a title is a, co- a couple of extra seconds that you can kind of add extra value to the beginning of your video. So everything that we've been hearing is kind of what you coach your clients through that are trying to do. Can you give us like an, a success story that you have? Yeah, I have a bunch, um, depending on like what you're looking for. So, um, I work with content creators in my membership uh and the first member who joined so i just kicked this off recently within the last couple of months um the first content creator who joined she tried for two years on tiktok zero luck couldn't get past 600 followers and then just within three weeks of being in our membership she went from zero because she started a brand new account to six thousand plus followers and all the comments have been very supportive which she didn't really feel on her other content that she was trying to post um, and she's really building that community and she's really creating content she's excited about. So that, that's a story I love to share. Um, I also have one-on-one clients. I work with entrepreneurs directly who want to get that extra level of visibility with more hands-on approach. Um, and with my one client, he's a seven-figure uh, dating coach, entrepreneur, and he kind of uh, was really struggling with his visibility. All of his content was kind of stuck around 2000 views. And then in in the last month of working together, we've gotten 3 million views. So uh, really stepped up his visibility there and he's seeing a lot more traction on his content. And it's just like way easier. We already know what works. It's repeatable. Um, So those are like two stories of recent. So you can really use, I think a lot of people use Instagram as a way to get people to their product or their service or anything like that. So you can do the same thing with TikTok. It's not just TikTok influencers out there. It's you can have a business beyond that. Yeah, that's a good question. And sometimes because I'm so into TikTok, I forget um, what people like know about it and what people think about it versus like, you know, people who Mm -hmm. use it. Um, Yeah, definitely can use it for your business. So like personally, I... um, was launching an offer a while ago and it was a higher ticket offer and I got 30 applications from one TikTok video directly to that offer. So yeah. TikTok can really be used no matter what level you're at. People may think like maybe it's just like low ticket things or lead magnets or net magnets are good on there. But if you know how to create converting content, um, it can really be used for entrepreneurship and higher ticket offers and coaching programs. Um, so it's not a place just for kind of views. You can also convert there as well. Because I think of it as like when it was first starting out, like all these younger 
people were like, and I sound like an old lady here. Uh, we're like dance, like doing really cool dances yeah. and stuff like that. And, and I love dancing and I love seeing that. But like the idea that now it's kind of evolved kind of in a similar vein as Instagram, where it started off as just a place to kind of post pictures of like your cat. Yeah. Um, at least that's how I started. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, obviously now business is getting on the bandwagon and mm-hmm. um, using it as a way to get people to their website or sign up for their emails or whatever. So it, it is it is interesting that, it, that it, while it's obviously in, in a lot of ways a very different platform, as we've kind of discovered just in talking with you, it has evolved in a, in a similar way. So, hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've cool. seen a lot of, uh, you know, and just touching on the influencer side, because Kate does a more influence, like I have the business. I don't, I'm not really like an influencer, but Kate that works with other brands. Um, actually, yeah, this is a good question. You know, is there, you know, and I'm sure you talk about this in your membership, if that's mm-hmm. the end goal is to like get more brand partnerships, but you know, when just high level, what do brands look for, I guess, in terms of yeah. like followers or views or like, and maybe Ooh, it depends yeah. on the brand. I don't know if you just, just, I know that wasn't a question on our list. If you can just like high level for us with that one. Yeah, of course. So brands are looking for two things, UGC, right? They want content for their own page because TikTok wants them to post like every day. So they need people to create content for them and then sponsor posts, right? If you're talking directly about sponsor posts, TikTok wants to see that your followers are their ideal client, ideal customers, right? So like I get more brand deals as a creator with 70,000 followers than people with 900,000 followers. And I've talked to them because I know my 70,000 followers are engineers and people in STEM and people in tech. And so Microsoft reaches out to me, AI tools reach out to me because they're like, I know that these are the people that are interested in whatever product I'm putting out. If you just have like 900,000 followers because you make funny dance videos, like you are not going to get that level of brand deals because brands don't know how their content or how their products are going to convert on your platform because it's not the people that are, they don't even know who you're marketing to. Um, So the number one thing that I like to teach is think about the brands that you want to work with. If you want to work with fashion brands, like you already have curated your personal brand around that. But if you are kind of not yet knowing what you want to create and you know you want to work with brands, you have to think end goal. What kind of brands do I want to work with? What kind of products do I want to kind of promote? What kind of space do I want to be in? And then you start attracting an audience with content that that those people are interested in. And once you build that platform, um, honestly, like even if you have a few thousand followers, I really think like 10K, like that's like good. And you can get some like pretty good brand deals. Um, especially if you know I have this audience that is interested in this particular thing, which is directly related to this particular product that you guys are trying to promote, you can make just as much money as people with hundreds of thousands of followers. So I think I have 60 followers on TikTok and I don't even know why they're there because <laughs> as i said it's like first purpose. yeah i know i know well and as i said like i feel i feel like i'm floundering but that that experiment that you gave us the 30 days kind of experiment well i don't think i'm i'm having a baby in like less than a month um so i may not be doing it right now but maybe afterwards i'm gonna give that a try and see congratulations what oh, oh, that's so exciting no it, it is but it's just like hmm, i really want to get started on this thing and figure out a way how to figure out what i should be posting on tiktok versus what i'm doing on instagram so this is all really mm. fantastic information and again for for kind of tiktok 
newbies just a lot of really great tips that we can start to apply to our Instagram accounts. Where can, so as we said, you've been creating content for yourself, but you are also coaching people. So where can they find out more about you, your services and and uh, what you do? Yeah. So um, my TikTok handle is at Jazz Media Co. Um, so J-A-Z Media Co. Um, and then Instagram is Jazz Media LLC. So those are the two spaces where I'm always sharing content about how to create content on TikTok. And I'm really hosting like my offers and programs there. Um, so those are the two spaces that you can find me best. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank this you so much. This has been so great. I am so excited. Yes. And you mentioned you mentioned something. You mentioned uh, this acronym UGC. And this is something Kate and I have talked about. Yeah. That we, we actually have it as a placeholder for someone to talk specifically about oh UGC. Oh my God. That's great. Would you Would you want to come back for another episode at some point? Yeah, I would love to. I've had some oh, interesting man. experiences with UGC and some red flags to look out for. Ooh, so yay. I'd love to talk yes. about that. We would yeah. love to have you back then. Okay. All right. Well, I think that we're going to have to do this again. Then, <laughs> yeah. So great. This awesome. is fantastic. We were just talking about this. I'm glad you picked up on that, Jesse. Yeah, yes. no, it was great. Well, this this conversation is super, super helpful. Now I'm like super inspired to like rethink my TikTok my strategy. Yeah, no, this gives me And hope. it's funny because anytime we have somebody talking about Instagram and everything and not and and no, no um, shading any of the guests that we've had on the show, we've had some great guests. But every time we talk about Instagram, I, I get off and I'm just like, well, that sounds like a lot of work. Like this <laughs> burdensome. This sounds <laughs> low maintenance. Low especially maintenance. with uh, with the second child on the way. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, hmm, how do I how do I make this work for me? So and maybe you doable. can talk about being a mom while also being a fashion blogger and talk about your journey every day of how you're feeling and what content you're creating behind the scenes for your Instagram. People would love and to see that on TikTok. There. Oh well, you know what? That's I now. I wish I'd talked to you like three months three I've told months you Kate, I like the day I love day in the life content I yeah, am I obsessed I'm like does. I just want I like I just want to see how other people <laughs> right I'm like what did you eat where did so you go weird. after you I love work? it too and then when I go to record I'm like people aren't gonna care about you know my dirty kitchen and all this kind of stuff like but they do they do they do. obviously obviously because that's what I'm watching on TikTok and I know that's what Jesse's watching mm-hmm. on TikTok yeah. so all right, yeah. Jazz. Well, then we're going to have to have you back then, and we'll look forward to that. Yeah, can't wait. It's been nice talking to you guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. I've been a consumer of TikTok now um, for a couple of years. I think I started when the pandemic happened because I just needed something else to entertain myself with. And I have yet to really use it for my business. I do have a business account. I actually created a second account just more for personal stuff if I wanted to post outside of the photography realm. But um, to be honest, I really haven't been like motivated to really try a new platform. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel a little bit more uh, aligned maybe with Mm -hmm. this, this approach because I feel like Instagram has been such like... It feels like work. It feels like too much work. Even though I only post mm-hmm. like maybe one twice a, once or twice a week now a days, it does feel like work and like very little return. Um whereas as Jazz mentioned, like the opportunity to get seen and have your content viewed at a higher yeah. rate is just so much more on TikTok. Why she maybe didn't give us like a step by step here's how you get started. I think it was be I mean she gave us that 30 day experiment. I think it's because TikTok 
And to me, it seems like so much the wild, wild west of like social media platforms. So maybe there isn't like that step by step approach that you would have with Instagram where it's like, you know, step one, you know, make sure you have the perfect cover photo. And step two, make sure you take as much video as possible of what you're doing and you edit it together. And, you know, step three, you need to have that SEO rich caption with all the correct hashtags. And as I mentioned, like how you have to have, you know, the small hashtags versus the big hashtags versus the um, location-specific hashtags. Like, she made it sound very much like when it comes to starting out, you just do it. Mm -hmm. You just post. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, at least that's how I took it. Oh, yeah. No. And Um, by, by like, detail, I meant, like, there's there was just not enough time for her to cover the ground as probably as as she could. We probably could have done a couple episodes on this, mostly because, I mean, we've done so how many shows on Instagram and, mm-hmm. you know, we really haven't covered TikTok. Yeah, we she, haven't gave, covered it she at gave all. us a good way to get started and in a way that makes sense. And that actually sounds like it gives you a leg up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, as I said, I, I won't be doing that <laughs> 30 day experiment right away um just because in 30 days i'm i'm gonna be i'm not gonna be recording from a hospital bed but it really gives me something to think about and something to plan for for after i've i've had you know i've gone through that and you know hopefully you know not while i need more things to do during a maternity leave or anything like that but maybe i can give it a try, you know, and just, and just see what sticks yeah. with that. Because yeah. um, I really haven't been making much of an effort. It really has just been taking you, you posted a video the other day that was quite interesting to TikTok. I thought. Really? I don't, I don't what was Yeah. It? You were like talking to the camera and you looked all cool and you don't remember this. On TikTok? Yeah. Oh, like, are you talking like a month ago? Like a long time. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, maybe that's. It was my last video was, uh, yeah, in March. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Don't listen to me, guys. And I was like, yeah, I'll do another one of these types of videos. And I haven't. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just caught it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it might have just, was... again. It might have just shown up in your feed because again, maybe. like the algorithm. Like I, I think I think with um with tiktok and and jazz didn't mention this but i've noticed personally that i will see videos from other like the first time i see a video from a new creator i haven't seen it could be one yeah. of their really old videos so they, they seem to have a longer shelf yes, life you think i hmm. would be so inclined to say that but i mean we didn't ask jazz and but no, I, i've no. seen older i've seen older videos pop up on my feed so i think we've right, said that we were gonna have, have our back on for UGC concept, but maybe we also do another like a follow-up episode now, you know, after we've done our after we've done our own experimenting on the platform, maybe we do another follow-up episode on TikTok again with her because you're right, there really is just so much to cover there. Yeah. Um and we haven't really given that platform as much of our attention as others. So stay tuned for that guys mm-hmm. uh but for now thank you so much for listening to cocktails and content creation make sure to join our facebook group cocktails and content creation community and you can also follow us on instagram at cocktails and content creation we have yet to get on tiktok who knows maybe this will be the impetus we'll see 
Uh, and you can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykateandco, as well as on TikTok if I get my butt going on at fashionablykateandco. Very nice, very nice. I am Jesse Wyman <laughs> Photos. You can follow me on inst- Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Uh, I am on TikTok, but how bad is this? I don't even like know my handle. Oh, it is Jesse Wyman Photos on TikTok. So there you sorry. go. There we go. All right, uh, so give her a follow, yeah. follow guys. All right, guys. Uh, we will be back with another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation next time. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.